Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? My name is Fadi Collusion. Welcome back to Let's Talk This Out. What the fuck happened? 76,000 listens. Oh, 76,000. That's crazy. All right, man. I appreciate every single one of you guys out there that are uh, getting something out of this and, and tuning in. Um, I appreciate the feedback. I continue to appreciate the love, and I continue to appreciate the support. So thank you, guys. Thank you all of you um so happy sunday uh happy yeah happy sunday man uh long week crazy week at work um the ship was supposed to be moving from one city to another to start its start its overhaul but you know uh things happened as far as nature goes and yeah things just move around you know got to stay flexible got to got to keep doing what what we do you know in the military we just uh stand by and take it so that's that. Today, I want to focus on the people that you meet on a day to day or people you come across and you don't really talk to, but you have the opportunity to meet. So um, today specifically, right, uh, my first time going to the gym, like a public gym in months, right? The, the military had gyms on lockdown, right, along with barber shops and uh, nail salons and massage parlors, whatever the case, right, because of this whole COVID bullshit. So now they're saying, you know, they're they're kind of easing up on those restrictions. Woke up this morning happier than a pig in shit. Uh, went straight to the gym. And um, I'm over here working out. And there was two older guys uh, just talking and just having, you know, conversation, whatever. But they're by the by the cables that I wanted to use. So I go over there and you know, start working out. Uh, older gentleman, one of the older gentlemen, you know, after the conversation is done, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm doing some pull-ups here. You mind if I just get in? I say, of course. This guy gets up there, and I'm thinking he's going to struggle. This guy is knocking out some pull-ups. I say, hey, you know, I'm sitting there just watching him in awe. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I look like. Probably like a little fucking weird. But anyway, I asked him. I say, hey, man, I got to ask, how old are you? He said 66 years old. I said, damn, man, I'm not, <laughs> I hope I'm half as energetic as you at 66, you know. 66 ain't old. Age is just a number, right? It's that's just all it is. I think if you take care of yourself, if you continue to do what you do throughout your life, you know, uh, you're only as old as you tell yourself you are. But anyway, this guy is 66, man. I say, Jesus, man, that's awesome. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, you just can't be shooting back scotch every night. I say, yeah, every other night, right? And, uh, you know, we laughed or whatever the case is. And uh, I asked him where he's from. He's like, New York. And um, it tells me his son as uh in his 30s saying like you know dad you gotta ease up i said shit i'm 33 he said oh man my son's 31 and then he uh he jumps right into the story about his wife left him uh his son was you know i think two years old if my math is correct you say he's been on his own with his son uh raised his son for the last 29 years and uh he's an anesthesiologist and he used to bring the kid into the hospital while he's doing his residency and all that jazz um just to kind of you know make you know child care was i guess wasn't a thing or you know, he didn't have it so he used to leave the the kid in the room like the patient rooms and some of the nurses would come in there help him out whatever he said it was tough you know but but uh he's like he did it you know it was like just some of the memories and he's going back over his memories because he's telling me his son's getting married next month lo and behold you know me and him uh start talking about you know some personal life and i felt like i was supposed to meet this man 
and I don't know how like this you know this guy's a, a 66 year old like just it just it, just if you can imagine a doctor like just a, a movie type doctor at that age right there's no reason to be talking to anybody with tattoos on their neck or hand or arms or whatever the case is or anybody looks like me for that for that matter you know but uh, we start talking, you know, and uh, this dude just tells me like, straight out of his mouth. He's like, you can do it. You know, after I told him, you know, a couple of things about what happened. He's like, you could do it. He's like, don't let nobody tell you otherwise, man. And uh, he's like, no matter how hard life gets, it's good. He's like one of his uh, one of his son's buddies, man, when they were 18 years old. This kid, when, when they first went, when his son first went to college, 18 years old, went to sleep, didn't wake up. He had an aneurysm in his sleep. And it killed him, 18 years old. He was like, he's like, it, it, that kind of hit him, right? It hit him because we're over here complaining about, this is his words right here. He's like, we complain about, you know, what? The, what, the lawnmower not working correctly? And, you know, life just comes and goes that quick. So he said, what are we really complaining about? So he said, just live, you know, and uh, and do what you got to do. And, you know, it's crazy. I didn't, I didn't ask for this dialogue. I didn't even ask for this conversation. But I felt like he was supposed to talk to me that day or today, you know? But that goes to you know that goes back to what I was saying. Like the people we come across, everybody has a story. Everybody has a cross they're carrying. I've said that before. You know what's stopping you from just talking and just being friendly and just being human to somebody else? You'd be surprised what you get. I get something almost on a daily basis from people. I told you guys in an episode like one or two episodes ago. I met a woman when I was going over there by a kayak. You know we've still been talking. She's she's just been um you know she's had. I mean we don't talk like like that or like every day or whatever the case is. But we've We've chatted back and forth, you know, kind of got to know a little bit about her story and she asked about mine. Um, but uh, I think people, people, you know, people all have hard spots, right? So I think if we share those hard spots and, and share those burdens that we have in our lives, it normalizes, you know, the process a little bit, not normalizes the depression. I think it's when we sit there and we dwell on our own thoughts is when we start fucking feeling bad. But like, hey, I'm going through it. And I'm talking to somebody else that's going through it. Hey, we're going through it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this person's doing it. I'm doing it. We're doing it. Whatever. It's just life. It's, it's part of those those burdens of life. All right? It's not like, hey, this is all happening to me and only me. And nobody else around has any. Everybody's living a fucking perfect life. And I told you guys, that's what social media does. Everybody, nobody, it's, a, it's a highlight reel. So we're so used to just seeing so much good bullshit on, on social media or whatever the case is. Or assuming bullshit because, you know. You know, you think somebody got their life put together. But when you start talking and you start meeting people that are out of your comfort zone, out of your normal circles, whatever the case is, you see that there are people out there that are not that much different than you or people that have gone through something similar to you. That that gentleman, uh, his name is Tom, uh, did not know what he did for me today. You know, uh, that was just the, 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 the motivation, the little edge, the little kick in the ass I needed. Things haven't been easy, you know. Things haven't been easy. Uh, I got these duty days that are coming up on weekends, like my duty day on Friday, and the next one's on Saturday, and the following one's on the following Sunday. It's hard, you know, the childcare aspect of asking somebody to come over to the house. The nanny's a Monday through Friday, so everything is extra. But at the same time, she's 21 and she has a life. So on the weekends, I got to be like, hey, are you available? Well, on Saturday coming up, she's not available. So I'm fucking, you know, like she's available for the morning and then the nighttime. But there's like a, a six hour gap and then I got to try and figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. Um, and I'm sure I'll figure it out. Got a lot of good people around me, but 
that's the other part too. There's a lot of good people around me, but it's not about me. It's about Ava's comfort. It's about who's comfortable around Ava and vice versa. And little man's little man, right? But anyway, uh, I'm laying here tonight putting little man to sleep. And I get a message. And these messages come in uh, more. I, I thought they'd slow down by now. You know, was, we're going on uh, eight and a half months. But uh, I thought these messages would slow down. I get a message from a, a guy I used to work with on the USS Ponce. I keep his name uh, private. And this cat, man, just off the back, he said, I got to say, you're a very strong-willed person. You have been through so much and still make the best of it. I have tried to take my life, and my mother caught wind of it from my ex-wife and made a 20-minute drive in five. Stay strong. I have been in the ER twice on my own because I was afraid I was going to hurt myself. And man, I just, you know, those people are out there. And I'm not saying those people like he's different. I'm just saying there's people out there hurting. I'll tell you my response right now. I said, my heart hurts for you. Nothing is worth that cost. Life can always turn around. You just have to believe in yourself and appreciate what you do have on a daily. And he says, uh, it just seems like we're losing so many. I said, focus on the ones that we haven't lost. Don't normalize it in your head. You know, if you we start normalizing everybody that's gone through, you know, or, or, or made that last step, you know, and we just start accepting it as the norm. You know, there's a lot more out there that's that's the opposite. Focus on the people out there that aren't doing it. Focus on the people that are going through the struggles and making it. So, yeah, that's what I said. And then I, he said, most people don't understand uh, the shit that we have been through and and are still going through. I know you're still in and a chief warrant officer, but you understand. How do you handle it so well? And, you know, a lot of people ask me that question. And this is what I'm this is what I tell everybody. I said, the truth is, I, I don't handle it well. All right, I push past it. I've come to realize that I control my thoughts, not the other way around. And I told him that was true for him, too. I said, what happens, what happened has happened and nothing can change the past. But every day is a new start towards something new and something different. And uh, that's what I told him. And he said, I appreciate the comfort, brother. Uh, just trying to just trying to uh, I don't know what that word is uh, to a medium. Uh, he's like, I talk to counselors that claim they know what it's like. All right, and that's where I'm gonna stop reading this dialogue. And that he said something a lot of a lot of people have hit me up and said, uh, the counselors claim to know what it's like. Look, I'm gonna tell you guys, man, um, and to anybody out there that's seeking counseling or seeking a counselor for something, you know, as far as like mental health goes, I'm not knocking it. So let me start that way. If it's working for you, go for it. But I'm hard pressed, right, to ask for help from somebody that has not walked a the same fucking path or a very similar path. I don't care about how many books you've read. I don't care about what somebody else has told you to say. There's a certain level of genuinity. I don't know if that's a word or not, but genuinity. Um, when you hear something firsthand from somebody that's gone through something. All right. If I want to become a bodybuilder, I'm going to go train. With a fucking bodybuilder, somebody that's gone through the process and got there. If I want to learn how to open heart surgery, I am going to guess what? Open heart surgery. Like I'm gonna go fucking look at somebody or do and learn something from somebody that's done open heart surgery. I don't understand how people can go to a class, read a book, um, or whatever the case is, and all of a sudden now we can talk mental health. We can talk about hey, 
Um, we, uh, I'm an expert on suicide. I'm an expert on fucking uh, marriage counseling, even though I've never been married. I'm an I'm a, I'm a expert in whatever, right? That shit bothers me. That shit bothers me, and I will never fucking understand it, all right? If I wanted to talk to somebody about, you know, uh, investments and, and getting wealthy, guess where I'm going to go? Somebody that's fucking has investments and has is proven that his investments and his his train of thought or her train of thought um have succeeded in that let's get wealthy mindset right i'm not gonna go to somebody that just that went to a class i look school is school i got you formal education is is great and i'm saying that just because i'm supposed to i hope you guys you know believe me or don't believe me i don't give a fuck all right formal education is great when you're learning something like law, when you're learning something like medicine, like actual medicine, not fucking brain medicine. All right. Outside of that, there's really nothing else that I, I feel like I'm going to get out of out of formal education. Right. Um, and I mean, there's a few other things. I, I know I sound ignorant to some of you guys. It is what it is. Right. But as far as this one category counselors. All right. I don't understand. I say it again. I don't understand how somebody that's never been married can be a marriage counselor. Somebody that's never, you know, been that suicidal path or whatever cases out here saying, hey, I know how it feels. And that's what I'm, the feedback I'm getting from a lot of people. And it bothers me. It bothers me. And that's why I don't go talk to these motherfuckers. I don't want to sit there and have some person uh, on the other end of the couch telling me, oh, yeah, oh, I understand. I know the fuck you don't. You don't understand. All right. But what I do know is that there's 76,000 of you guys out there so far that have listened to this shit. And uh, one, I love y'all. Two, uh, there's been a, a like the, the messages have not stopped since November. And whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, if the people have my number, it's it's my number. And I'll tell you guys right now, if you're listening and you need to talk and you want any kind of perspective, I can't tell you and I will never tell you I know what you're going through. But I can give you perspective on my what I'm going through. And maybe if it's compatible or comparable to what you're going through, we can get through it together. All right. Build a support, even if it's not from me, I'm not saying like I'm the only thing here, but build a support system of people like everybody is not people that you trust and people that you talk to people that you can be transparent with. All right. Um, I'm not f- perfect. I'm far from it. The people that I associate with know I'm far from perfect. I'm an asshole at some point. I'm direct. I am very abrasive and I'm abrupt. All right. There's a there's a lot of me isms in me. But the people that I talk to know me transparently and they know, you know, people have people. I mean, to this day, fucking watch me goddamn tear up and cry about things. All right. I'm not Superman by any means, but I'm human. A lot of people that you want to go talk to and seek help from act like they're not human, act like they know something. I don't. I won't. So the people that have reached out to me, I don't fucking tell them shit. You know, what I mean, I don't say, hey, you should be doing this. I don't fucking guide. We talk, we talk, and if there's some clarity at the end of the conversation, then there's some clarity. But what I'm saying is, it's not me. The gentleman I talked to today at the gym, he provided clarity for me, and he didn't even know. He didn't even fucking know what he was talking like to me, like at, at what level was hitting at. There's people out there like that. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not always a um, a couch and a fucking PhD. It's people. Get out there. Get out of your comfort zone. Go meet. There's fucking 7 billion people on this planet. I think 7 billion. I don't know, right? Uh, I haven't looked at a census in a while. But there's 7 7 billion people. For you to think that nobody's gone through what you've gone through, or for you to think that nobody can help um, 
And not even directly help. Just indirect help, right? It's crazy to me. I think that's all you need. I talk to everybody, man. I'm a fucking social butterfly. All right? I'm an asshole, I guess. But I'm still a social butterfly. I don't think I'm an asshole. I think I treat everybody accordingly. I think good people get the good me. And I think that's why. I think it's also an important skill to teach. I'm going to jump into something completely random right now. Your ability to speak differently to different people is very, very important. All right? I think that's one of the biggest, biggest, biggest fucking main things I'm going to teach my children. All right? No, I think. I'm definitely right. Is that you have to be able to adjust the way you speak to your audience. All right? I'm not going to speak to that gentleman I, I met today at the age of 66 just based off of his look alone the same way I'm going to talk to my buddies back in Philadelphia. I'm not going to talk to the people at work. Um, you know, the same way I talk to the people in my neighborhood, you have to be able to adjust because that's just, that's part of it, right? That's part, you have to be able to, to, to hold a conversation with somebody that's smarter, dumber, and in between what you are. So, um, once again, I'm, I'm shocked when people do give me a chance to actually speak with them just cause, uh, it's the norm nowadays is just, you know, judge a book by its cover and, and, and go from there. So I try not to, I, I don't try not to, I just don't judge a book by its cover. I go talk to anybody, anybody and everybody. We're all human, right? At the end of the day, we're here and then we're going to leave here eventually the same fucking way. Um, but yeah, man, a little tangent today. I hope you guys got something out of it. And I want to tell you guys this. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you guys want to talk, if anybody out there feels like they want to talk, if anybody feels like they're going to do something, you know, um, that could be possibly regrettable, that not possibly, you know, it's going to be regrettable, right? It's going to leave a lot of people out there uh, with a lot of questions. Um, if you want just a firsthand take on the aftermath and you think that I'm not comfortable talking about it, please reach out to me and I will talk. All right. Um, I, I know that there's suicide hotlines out there and that's great. Right. But if you're worried about the genuineness or you're worried about the, the realness of the person on the other phone, on, on, on the other end of that phone. Um, which I don't know who's on the other end, so I'm not taking anything away from them. But if you're, if that's a concern of yours, right, the genuineness or the, the realness of the person on the other end, and you don't feel comfortable enough calling them or talking to them, please feel free, you know, send me a message. I'm the only Fadi Kalush, I think, on Facebook. I've looked myself up on Facebook. I'm the only Fadi Kalush, right? F-A-D, yeah, you see my name on the damn, on the podcast fucking picture. Look me up, man. Send me a message. Same thing, Instagram. Uh... Mr. Virginia Beach, and then, um, and then you got this this avenue. You know, Anchor got a messaging platform. I think most of these um, podcasts have a messaging platform. Hit me up, man. I really do, man. I love people. I love you guys, man. And if there's anything I could do to help somebody else, um, as as a as a result of what we've gone through here in in the house, um, that just goes back to that that legacy that I think Amanda. Uh, not I think that I I want Amanda to be known for, you know. Uh, I know she's not here, but I want to. I want to speak because of her. I want to speak to people to try to help and 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 leave that legacy. All right, but I love you guys, man. Keep on swimming. All right, those arms get tired and you feel like you can't swim anymore. Take a deep breath in and fucking float. I love you guys, man. Um, have a good week. <laughs>